You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to episode 84 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me today, as always, are Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And Vicki Stokes. Hi. So we're going to get right into our topic for the today, but before we begin, I just want to mention two things. One, uh, thank you for all the feedback that we've been getting between our Google Plus community and Twitter. We really appreciate it. It's been very helpful. Uh, we pose some questions and sometimes, you know, people will give some answers or suggestions on where we can do some more research. So we do appreciate that. And the other thing I want to mention, so I don't forget to tell you later, is that we're sort of going to be going on a summer schedule. Uh, the three of us are going to be doing some traveling and it's not at the same time. Plus, uh, Vicki has her her schooling and that's keeping her quite busy. So we're not going to be able to podcast as often as we would like, but we will try as best as we can to put out at least one episode in July and one episode in August. And if we can do more, we will, but we can't promise anything more than that. So what we wanted to talk about is this upcoming weekend in the United States is 4th of July weekend. And with 4th of July weekend comes barbecuing. No, with 4th of July weekend comes the best day of the year, and that's my birthday on the 5th. <laughs> okay, first is the best day of the year, which is Suze's birthday. Then comes barbecue. It's actually my birth is my birthday month. I have a whole month. Yeah, so. I, I hear you. I, 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 do, I do too, yeah. It's actually my son's birthday, too, a few days after yours. So we want to talk about barbecuing, different recipes, different websites you can use to find some recipes, different um, apps that you can use. And because Suze is the master of the barbecue. Yeah, isn't isn't that an oxymoron? Because (laughs) I don't eat anything with feet, except four feet. I don't eat anything with four feet. I only eat usually a little bit of chicken, a little bit of turkey, and mostly fish. So... But actually, I'm a smoker. I'm, I love smoking fish. But I do take over the grill because my husband has this, oh, he has this just innate ability to burn the bejesus out of everything. And I hate charcoal meats. You know, if we make turkey burgers or something, you know, I'm very cautious. I go out there and I, you know, I baby it and make sure it's the right time and the right temperature. And he just somehow just burns it to pieces or he doesn't cook it long enough. And like with chicken, then you see red coming out, which forget it. I can't eat that. And I don't like to, I don't like to nuke meats, you know, cause then it toughens it. So for father's day, I bought him this app called, um, it's called a uh, grill time and it's a grill timer for steak, chicken and barbecue. And he looked at it and he said, are you telling me, are you telling me I need this? I said, yes, you do. It's a buck 99. But it's actually really easy, and I put it on my phone, too, because I, I really like it. So it tells you um, how, you know, like, say, for instance, with the burgers, it'll tell you about how thick they should be, what heat you should cook it at, and how many minutes. And then you can add the timer, and it will tell you to go out and, you know, flip it and everything. It's it's actually quite handy. So we were, you know, he, he likes it. So it comes right up on your notification, like, so... If, Say, for instance, you were doing turkey burgers and 
you set it for like 10 minutes, you know, at 350, it should be like 350 to 375. Then you'll get a notification on your screen that says flip the burger. So he can't burn it anymore. So I was, I was quite happy. No, about I still that. could. Really? Yeah. Oh, we, we've already established in prior episodes that I'm the worst cook that ever lived. <laughs> well, this app is definitely worth two bucks. I mean, if you, if, if you have parties, I think, and sometimes you end up, you know, or you have get togethers and you get involved and you forget what's on the grill. This is actually pretty handy. I actually like it because if I'm doing something like if I'm making a salad to go along, you know, with something on the grill, it'll just remind me to, to turn it. And cause sometimes I turn things too, too much. Um, and you know, then what happens is that it ends up sticking to the grill, even though you, you know, put spray on it, not nonstick, you know, oil spray. I don't know. I like it. It has veggies. It has all sorts of meats. You can have a custom timer. You can add time. You can decrease time. Um, for two bucks, I think it's a nice little app. And I know for those of you that have an Apple Watch, uh, that's even better because it'll tell you right on your watch to go turn things. So I tend to end up putting sauce way too early because I like sauce. I like a lot of sauce on my stuff. So so grill time. I mean, for a $2 app, it's, it's pretty sweet. There's a, an app I downloaded last year that I really should use, and I, I just don't because I don't cook. But um, it's for Weber grills, but you don't have to have a Weber grill in order to use it. And it's just, it's just called um, Weber Grills, and it's an app. It's free. It's for your iPad. And you can also check it out on the computer. And what's nice about it is it has recipes and they're divided into, so we've got starters. So if you have something like uh, chicken and pepper nachos, for example, or grilled pizza with brie and onions. So anything that you want to do as an appetizer. And then it has a section for fish and poultry, pork, red meat, uh, latest recipes that they just uploaded, desserts, uh, vegetables, fruits. So all different kinds of recipes. They also have grill guides. So they've got a guide for cooking red meat. So then you can say, well, I'm cooking a flank steak or I'm cooking a hamburger or I'm cooking a hot dog. So and it, then you can also put in how thick the piece of meat is, how well done you want it to be, whether you want it rare, well done, etc. And it will calculate the cooking time for you. So you know, should it take 15 minutes, should it take 20 minutes. So you've got that going on. And you can also create a timer so that if it says 15 minutes, you can just set the little timer um, it also has, let's see here, it's got a blog, so you can see what articles they've got about cast iron cooking, grilling artichokes, um, cooking sausage, for example. It has grill skills, so it talks to you about using a gas grill, or how to cook vegetables, or how to cut up the vegetables so that they, they cook evenly on the grill, things like that. And they also give you a place where you can put a grocery list so that you can just bring them with you to the grocery store. And it also has a list of their products. So if you're looking at one gas grill over another or a charcoal grill, you can learn about it right here within the app. And it's it's a totally free app. So one more resource. And you can also, like I said, you can look online for more recipes at the Weber.com website. Hmm. Like the latest thing I'm looking at right now, past recipes of the week, June 17, 2016, classic baby back ribs. Mm. Featured recipe of the week for this week is grilled prosciutto and provolone panini. Oh, sounds great. Well, yeah, and the yeah. I said they're all divided like 
the app is into mm. meats, porks, vegetables, and so forth. So mm. if you're looking for something in particular, there you go. And it's all free. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to be honest. Is that I haven't used these apps. <laughs> I didn't have time to use them, so I can't say how great they are. But um, one of the apps that I found and I want to use is uh, the Omaha Steak Steak Timer. Um, I I really really love Omaha steaks and they're they're excellent. And but what one thing you don't want to do is to overcook them or because it costs so doggone much. Um, but what it does, it just it keeps track of the time. It's a timer, so it keeps track of how long the uh, the steak has been on the grill, and it'll tell you when to add add more steaks to the grill when you can flip it. Um, it's um, it claims that to be an easy to navigate interface. It's recipes for about uh, just about every cut of steak, and uh, it has um, um, a, the steak timer that I was just talking about. Uh, and it allows you to cook multiple steaks at the same time, uh, and with the same doneness and depending on the steak's thickness. Um, it looks as if what you do is you, you enter that information. Um, how thick it is, um, and how uh, rare you want it. And it'll tell you how long uh, each steak, and you do it for each one of the steaks, and then they'll have separate timers for each one. Um, I would love to have this one. Uh, it's actually free, and it got four out of four stars on the App Store. So four out of where do you get, where do you get stars. Where do you get the Omaha Steaks, Vicky? Uh, the, are, are they mail order? Yeah, they are mail order. I think so. ah, there are a couple okay. of stores that used to sell them. Uh, I don't remember the store. It's out of business anyway, so it doesn't make any difference. Uh, but yeah, you can order them online. Um, and they're actually excellent. If you've ever I been to quite- Omaha, you need to go eat those. Eat. <laughs> well, you wouldn't because you, you, you. I won't. No yeah, way. You won't eat. Think about the poor cows. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. It's been 20 years since I've had any beef, and I don't miss it at all. Okay. So, don't miss if you it. had one of those Omaha steaks, you would. <laughs> nope, would not. <laughs> My parents, I think, when I was younger, I remember them getting Omaha steaks. Mm-hmm. And but I, I could have sworn they were mail order. So they are. They are. Yeah. They are. Because I think sometimes, yeah. like around Christmas. You know, family members would mm-hmm. send them Omaha steaks. If I and if I remember correctly, you know, I just—it's funny because even as a kid, I really wasn't that big on meat. So, mm-hmm. you know, well, meat was really well. This works. This works on regular steaks too. It doesn't have to be an Omaha steak. Yeah, but but Omaha—it's for those who are interested. It's OmahaSteaks.com. Yeah, ah. and, if, and for and, people from other countries, that uh, Omaha is a corn-growing state, and they're corn-fed. Um, uh, cattle mainly, uh, and gra- and grass, and that that's supposedly the reason why it tastes much cleaner and fresher. Um, I don't know, but all I know is they're they're delicious and they, they have very good cuts of meat. So, and very expensive. And I, think have, I think they have Groupons every now and then for Omaha. Yeah, steaks. they do. They do. Yeah, they're expensive. So you- they're expensive, but you, like you said, the Groupons will be very very helpful. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're a steak eater, I mean, we had it last night. For dinner, because not Omaha steak, but we had steak because it was Tom's belated Father's Day dinner because we were gone last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loved it. I'm just like, yeah, okay, it's. I'm I'm just not a meat eater. 
because I just don't, I don't enjoy it. I don't either. I think that's the reason why my sister became a vegetarian. She um, was saying the same thing. It smells better than the taste. Um, and, and she just wasn't getting that enjoyment anymore. And I think it's because everything's so lean. You know, uh, with pork, especially a little bit of fat is what adds the flavor. When you're grilling, also, uh, that fat drips under the coals and that's, that makes the smoke come up. Uh, you, you probably experienced that with uh, salmon um, um, uh, yeah. Tuesday. Um, uh, yeah, because I tried not. Well, mm-hmm. what I do is when um, I smoke, when I smoke salmon. I brine it. I put it in a brine. When I buy it, I put it in a brine. So I make up a brine with um, usually white wine, uh, water, uh, maple syrup, and then I'll put some spices in it. So I'll put, you know, garlic salt, uh, uh, pepper. um, I'm trying to think what else I put in. They, Penzi's has this great Northwoods um, seasoning, and sometimes I throw that. Oh into yeah, the I love Penzi's. Yeah, yeah, and so then I'll throw my my fish in there, and because the thing is, before you smoke it, you have to brine it. So I let it brine pretty much all day long for at least six to eight hours, and then you take it out. And I have when you lay out the fish, it has to form a pellicle. So before you smoke it, because otherwise you'll get that albumin, all that fat will come to the mm-hmm. surface, and you can mm-hmm. wipe it off. But it's better if it stays in the fish because, like you said, that it just, you know, makes more of a juicier, mm-hmm. um, yeah. tastier smoked fish. Mm-hmm. So then it has to dry out. And I usually let it dry out all night in the refrigerator. And then the next day I start smoking it. So smoking takes a couple days. You know, mm-hmm. it's the brining and the drying. And then the next day I smoke and it takes about six hours to smoke the fish. But yeah. I love smoking the fish. Yeah. I do the very same thing with ribs, uh, with barbecue ah. ribs, uh, pork ribs, because... They, like I said, they're very lean now. Um, and so you need to add uh, the moisture back into it. Um, uh, and brining it is a very good thing. Chicken also, uh, if, unless it's kosher, I always brine my chicken. I don't care what, whatever I'm doing. Uh, I, I agree I with you. I yeah. got out of the habit yeah. of brining. And my friend Jackie mm-hmm. in Tucson, she always brined her chicken. I remember she made um, dinner for me one night. And I said, Jackie, why does your t- chicken always taste better than, than my chicken? And she said, well, Suzanne, do you brine it? And I said, no, not really. She said, well, you know, I just sometimes, if I know I'm making chicken, I just throw it into a pan and I'll just throw regular kosher salt in there and yeah. maybe just some salt and pepper. And she said, but, you know, essentially, if you think about it, you're just creating like a hypertonic solution. So, That's right. Definitely. You know, mm-hmm. you're just keeping all of those juices, inside. you know, in- inside mm-hmm. and um, high concentration have, of salt and high concentration of sugar would do it. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. So I try to always brine, yeah. even if the stuff I get at Trader Joe's, you know, like the frozen chicken, if I have to thaw it out, I always try mm-hmm. to just throw it into a brine. I'll tell you something. If I see kosher, I just buy the kosher chicken because it's already been brined. That's, that's true. That's why it's very moist. So, yeah. yeah, but it costs a little bit extra for kosher chicken. So, you know, just anyway, that's, that's. That's my, my take on ribs. <laughs> well, smoking. the next one that I bought was basically, since we just talked about smoking, it kind of makes me laugh. It's called the Pit Pal Barbecue app. <laughs> I saw all that I can, one. All I can think of is the Pit Boss. Have you seen that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Pit Boss, but it's not a pit. I got it because what happened <laughs> is, you know, I when I first started smoking uh, salmon, um, I did, you know, I was experimenting. So sometimes I put a dry rub on it that I made myself out of brown sugar in that Northwest 
uh, seasoning. Then others, I made different dry rubs. Sometimes I put Dijon mustard on it. Sometimes I combined it. But you lose, you know, it's just like, where do you keep everything? You know, so this was a this was a free app. So I said, huh, well, it said smoker management barbecue log. So I said, ah, what the heck? So I, I downloaded it. And actually, it's really handy. It's a no it's nothing fancy. So if you're thinking it's going to be a fancy app telling you how to smoke things, it's not. What it is, it's just a note taking. So you can put um, the name, you can put your name of your smoker in there. You can tell what kind of wood you use, what temperature you have it, um, how many hours you did it for, what, at what time you started it, uh, what kind of fish you use. So I sometimes use sockeye or coho salmon. I go back and forth. And it's really helped me to hone in on what's really successful because, you know, sometimes when I smoke it, um, you know, my husband and son will say, oh my gosh, you have to do this one again. And, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I do it? You know, did I dry rub that? So this is really a great um, app if you smoke or barbecue a lot and you want to duplicate your results. I really like this. I, yeah, I like it a lot a because idea. it keeps all my notes handy because, you know, you forget. I mean, mm -hmm. I smoke maybe once every couple months and I usually get, when fish is on sale, I'll get like four pounds of salmon and, you know, I'll just boom. Because like I said, it takes a couple days. So I just smoke it all and then I vacuum pack it so that I don't have to do it for a while. And you forget, at least when you're my age, you forget. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great app. So it's nothing fancy, but it's, it gives you just like a dashboard that you can keep all your notes and say, yeah, you know, I, you know, I remember using that r rub and, um, it, it's nice. I think if for people that, um, you know, either smoke or barbecue a lot, uh, it's nice because it gives you a log of everything you've done. You just have to be logging it though and taking notes. And it also gives you an opportunity to take photos of your dish so you can add photos to it. So if you have, um, you know, some salmon that really came out well, uh, like sometimes I put a little cayenne in my, in my rub and that gives the salmon a little more reddish color. And sometimes I also use a, I almost always use a maple glaze, but sometimes I add a red wine to it. So it's just nice to add all those notes and know which, what has been the most successful and to be able to duplicate it. So I, for a free app, it's not bad. So the Pit Pal, the Pit Pal barbecue app will make you a pit smoking boss. A couple of hee-haws with that? <laughs> well, I'm from Texas, honey. Yee-haw! <laughs> so I think with um, the prevalence of the iPhone and the iPad and all our, you know, uh, digital devices, we're so used to using apps that we forget that we can go to websites to look up things. Even, you know, if you're using your iPhone or your iPad. And what's interesting today, I got an email from Better Homes and Gardens, and they have a whole section on grilled foods. So if you just go to better, you know, bhg.com, you don't have to spell Better Homes and Gardens out, bhg.com, they have a full listing of different types of recipes for, you know, for anything. And I've printed some out in the past and have made some have been hits, some not so much, but I think it's more to user error than anything. But like here, they've got taco burger sliders. And what they do is they just give you a synopsis, they give you like a picture of the item and then a little synopsis of what the recipe is, and then you start to finish, how long it's going to take to cook, and how many stars the users have given it. And then if you want more information, you click on it and you can print it out. Kansas City Ribs, which actually looks really good. Whiskey Barrel Burgers. Smashed Burger Done Right. It's basically a cheeseburger. Um, prime Rib with Grilled Papaya Butter. Mm. It just needs to be cooked. <laughs> Skewered Steak and Veggies. 
So there's all kinds of foods on here. Uh, another good place is bonappetit.com. And they have what they call the ultimate grilling guide. And this is really cool. It's got grilling how-to, so how to choose your charcoal for your grill and how to use charcoal on your grill, the, way, the right way to clean your grill. And that's all if you're using charcoal. And then they have same information if you're using gas. How to grill a steak in your fireplace. Favorite recipes for steaks, burgers, chicken, ribs, fish. Uh, the ultimate guide to grilling fish. How to choose the meat. How to pick out food at a butcher versus the grocery store. Who, what kind of cuts to buy if you're cooking for a crowd, if you're having company over. Um, things like that. And then it goes into things like you know drinks for, uh, for your company. But they also have vegetarian recipes to put on the grill. So, Suze, so they've got things like that for you. And also desserts. Uh, grilled grilled corn and herb butter, veggie burgers, barbecued chicken, ribs, ratatouille salads, salmon kebabs. So lots of information on Bon Appetit. And then the last one I have here is the Food Network. Everyone loves the Food Network. Have a backyard barbecue. They've got 261 recipes, 40 videos. This includes making marinades and rubs, uh, pulled pork they've got, summer meals, They've got um, best of barbecue, classic recipes, and regional favorites, uh, backyard barbecues, things from um, the different Food Network chefs and uh, celebrities. Bobby Flay is here making a Texas beef brisket, how to make side dishes like baked beans or macaroni and cheese, slaw, uh, just tons and tons of information. Grilling on fish, which seems to be the new thing. So there's lots and lots of information. 35 killer burger recipes. Wow. So if you like burgers, there's got to be at least one recipe there that you like. So, of course, I buy prepackaged burgers. That's what we're having tonight. So because I'm fine. totally lazy. It works. I'm totally lazy. Mm-hmm. Husband's going to be coming in quietly as we're recording and, like, run out to the grill and um, cook. Uh, today we're going to have um, burgers with grilled corn on the cob and asparagus. Mm. Good. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what he's going to make. So, don't forget to check food food oriented websites, magazines, not just apps, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of information that you can find there. Mm-hmm. Well, another thing, what's really great for the grill, and I don't know if um, you both have done it, but I do a lot of veggies. I went and I bought a vegetable pan for the grill. Mm-hmm. And so, I used to make kebabs, and we lived in Tucson. I we I loved it. You know, I was grilling a lot. It, it used to be I, I was petrified of lighting the grill. I was, I've always been scared of gas. So I used to have to wait till my husband would come home and he'd start the grill for me. And I thought, come on, I have to really embrace this. I have to be one with the grill. So <laughs> when we lived in Tucson, we had a uh, gas bib uh, coming out of the house. So you didn't have to have a tank. You know, it was just an automatic uh, bib. So I got used to grilling then, and I used to grill a lot of vegetables and and shrimp and seafood and fell really in love with it. And now I find that I'm really preferring grilled vegetables during the summer. Number one, it doesn't heat up the, you know, it's nice because it doesn't heat up the house. And, you know, grilled vegetables, it's nice because they, you don't cook them to death and they're not soft. So with that being said, um, I don't know if you've ever tried corn just grilled in the husk. Have you guys ever done that? You just grill it yeah, on, you just yeah. throw it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. But the 
app that I got, it's only 99 cents. It's called Grill It. It's grilling and barbecue recipes. It's well worth the dollar. Um, they send you new recipes every month for free. So you just, uh, there's a tab on the bottom that has latest. So you tap on that and it'll give you, gosh, quite a few. I mean, I'm looking, I'm scrolling now and there's probably a good 30 recipes. And they run the gamut between seafood and meat and fish and vegetables. Um, I think some of them are, um, you know, look really like grilled mahi-mahi uh, is one of the new ones. They have a Cajun grilled chicken breast. They give you different recipes for rubs, which is really nice. They also allow, they already have a lot of um, recipes that are already in app. So be, they categorize it into beef and lamb, poultry, pork, starters and sides, burgers, dogs, and more, vegetables and seafood. And, um, you know, like lobster tails, you name it, they, they have it. Uh, they also have favorites. So if you, you don't have to uh, like every single latest recipe, but you can add it to your favorites. You can also send it or email it to somebody. So if there's a recipe that you want to share, uh, like say, for instance, there's one I'm looking at right now. It's shrimp teriyaki on the grill. And um, you can share that or save it. So, you know, for 99 cents, I, if you're into, you know, grilling, it's definitely worth the dollar. My gosh, certainly. Uh, I'm thinking, I don't know how many recipes I would say in this app, but th there's an awful lot. So... The one thing that I've been hooked on uh, when we went to Oregon, they have this uh, Middle Eastern spice. Um, it's made with sumac. It's it's a melange of spices. It's called, um, I hope I'm not massacring it, za'atar. And we went to a winery and they had grilled carrots and they had it, um, grilled it and they had drizzled olive oil and they put the za'atar on top of it and it was just absolutely to die for. So... Um, they also have that recipe in here as well. So yeah. definitely worth the dollar. So grill it, and that'll be in the show notes. Okay. Are you talking about gas? I'm sorry, but in my <laughs> part of the South, you don't use gas. You have to have charcoal. And uh, with that said, <laughs> I've got something for you gas people. There's a barbecue tank meter app, and where, where it works is really cool. I wish I had a, a gas tank so I could just test it out. So what you do is you fire up the app. You hold, uh, unfortunately, this only works for on Android, not iPhone. So uh, so you fire. What? Yeah, no, I know, but it's cool. Maybe they'll come out with one for uh, the iPhone. But um, it, you fire up the app, you hold it close to the tank, and you whack the tank with your of a spatula. <laughs> oh, yeah. That listens to the resonance inside the tank, and the acoustically measures the amount of propane that's in the tank. That's pretty cool, don't you think? <laughs> I won't be wrapping. I don't think so. I won't be wrapping any gas tank in my lifetime. Trust me. What? What did you say? I, I won't be wrapping any gas tank. Yeah, in my no, you're not a spatula. You're not hitting it with a you know lighted match. I don't, I don't think you know how scared I am of gas. I remember when I was a nurse and just oxygen tanks. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, you have to bleed it a little bit, and it mm. used to petrify me, absolutely petrify me, to put the gauge on and bleed it out a little bit. Wow. So yeah, I don't do well with any type of gas format, whether it's air or propane or yeah well well to balance this out there is an app that's for the iphone obviously because it's called iGrill app and device and it's the complete barbecue and grill monitoring system you plug probes into whatever you're grilling on the app 
and, and then wherever you're grilling it, and you set up the app, and the iPhone or iPad will notify you when your food is reached the desired temperature. Um, the app is free. Unfortunately, the monitor is $99. So Whoa. Yeah, How come yeah. so expensive? Yeah, it is very expensive. And finally, let me maybe wrap it up because I don't I, I'm done with my apps, but the thing there these aren't apps. These are things I think that every barbecue person that's serious about barbecuing should have. I found this new brush. It's called a China grill brush that cleans the grill like a charm. And it also has like replaceable little scrub pads that you can get it. And you can get it at grillwizard.com. It is absolutely the best brush that I ever found to clean off a grill. And if you for us charcoal barbecuers, you got to get yourself a rapid fire chimney starter. Please do not use um, um, that lighter fuel. That is just like, it just ruins the taste of your food. This thing works very, very easily. You put paper underneath it, put the charcoals on top of it, light the paper underneath, walk away, come back in a couple of minutes, and then you got white coals ready to be cooked. And then another thing, uh, in terms of uh, smoking, uh, uh, I know you, for those who don't want to try to smoke or don't have a smoker, uh, Cameron has this original stovetop smoker. It is excellent. I've, I've smoked ribs in there before. You have to take the ribs and put them on a grill to, or put them in the, uh, a broil them in the oven to get the, the char and the crispiness that you normally want. But it smokes the meat very well. I have, I've also smoked salmon, salmon in there also, and it works very well. It's by um, Cameron Products, uh, the stove hmm. smoker. So I like that. I like that brush. I like the brush, Vicky. I have the, a grill brush that has the scouring head attachment. Like mm-hmm. the, they have the ones called Eon grill brush. Mm-hmm. And then I see the China grill brush. Yeah, that mm-hmm. has the, that has the fixed scouring scouring head. Those are really nice. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. this. I like the scouring pad rather than those brushes because those brushes end up getting into mm-hmm. your grill after, and they're very dangerous. I yeah. just don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just but. it's easily clean. I I go through so much hassle trying to clean that grill off because. Uh, in terms of the grill, because it's outside, I get a little squeamish about what could be could been on it. So that thing cleans it off so well that I, I, I tell everybody about it. I want to buy another one just just in case that one stops working or something happens to it. But um, well, be, yeah. be, before I, I'm looking at that stovetop smoker. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. That's only fifty bucks too. That's not bad. Yeah, at all. I've had mine for about fifteen years. I bought it a long wow. time ago, and it still works. You can still buy the little ch- um, smoke chips that you put underneath. Yeah, yeah so um, I love it. Pretty good. Because I used to, I used to buy cedar planks. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I have a bunch of those too. Yeah, yeah. I used to, and I used to plank my salmon on the grill, mm-hmm. and then I found a hack to take because I bought my husband some chips years ago thinking yeah. he would smoke me and he didn't. So I took him over, but I bought him hickory and I bought apple wood. And that's basically mm-hmm. what I use in my smoker. I use a combination of the hickory mm-hmm. and I use the apple wood because mesquite and stuff are, is very strong, especially yeah. for fish. And I, yeah. and I find the hickory mixed with the apple wood, it gives, gives a really nice smoking flavor. But um, there's a hack that you can actually use on a grill where you would, soak your wood chips so you soak them first and then you take some heavy duty aluminum foil and you put your soaked wood chips into the aluminum foil and you wrap it up tight and you poke some holes in it and then you put them in the bottom of your grill and you let that start to smoke and then you can put your meat 
you know, on the grill. The only problem is with that hack is you, it's very hard to, um, number one, smoke for any length of time because you have to smoke at such a low temperature, at least Mm -hmm. fish you do. And secondly, um, it, um, it's just hard to keep the temperature constant and it's hard to keep the smoking constant, Mm -hmm. you know? So, Yeah. yeah, you know, that, that's the only thing. But the other two, the other couple things that I had, when I was starting to smoke fish, I, my husband and I had gone out to Astoria a couple of years ago, Oregon, and they, I, I was driving him down the coast because I wanted him to see the coast. I didn't, I've seen it, you know, I used to live in Oregon, so I said, I'll drive and you just, you know, see the, the gorgeous coastline. But when we were in Astoria, just before we left Astoria, there was this company, I think it was Johnson's or something, but they had smoked fish. And I said, do you want to, you know, go check the salmon out, Mike? He said, yeah. Well, we went in there and they had, oh my gosh, I could have wallowed in it. I could have taken a bath in this fish. It was, <laughs> it was, um, red wine glazed smoked salmon. Wow. And I'm telling you, we were fighting over it. We didn't buy enough of it. I thought we bought enough of it, but we didn't. We, by the time we hit the end of the coastline to go over to Crater Lake, it was gone. And, um, I, I dreamt about that fish and I said, I have to be able to duplicate this. It can't, how hard can it be? It is hard, but I think I've worked on a recipe, you know, to, it's not exactly like it, but it's, it's a good facility of it, but a facility of it. But two forums that helped me a lot online were smoking meat forums. And I included the links on our show notes and smokingmeat.com. And they have some really uh, expert smoking uh, smoker people on there. And you have any questions, they have, they share their recipes, they share their, their share, they share their techniques. Uh, smokingmeat.com is always updating their website, you know, with like pulled pork recipes or dry rub recipes or glazing recipes. I mean, it's just really great. And that's, uh, the smokingmeat.com was the one that I had the most success with smoking salmon because I do it for exactly six hours. So I start at a very low temp, then I go to a medium temp and then I finish off like a hundred and I think it's 180 for two hours. So, uh, both sites are just excellent if you're thinking about getting into smoking. And then the last thing I'm sharing is when I lived in Maine, um, Maine blueberries, if you've never had them, they're very small blueberries. You can get Maine blueberries, frozen ones at Trader Joe's. They have a bag of them. But Maine, um, the regular grocery stores has usually sell this blueberry barbecue recipe, and it's absolutely out of this world. You'd, you'd think, well, oh, that's a little too sweet, but it's really not. And you can spice it up with either some chipotle powder or cayenne powder, or I usually put just red pepper flakes in mine. But I'm sharing that recipe too, and it's really easy to make. And if you don't, if you can't find small blueberries, you certainly can use regular blueberries. You probably just want to add, you know, an extra cup of them. But um, Elisa is going to post that. So I just wanted to give you a kind of a cool barbecue sauce Um, that's really great for summer and it's great on everything. It's great on fish. It's great on chicken. I don't eat hamburgers, but people say it's great on hamburgers. Mm. It's good on turkey, turkey burgers. (laughs) Anything else? Mm. I'm done. I I did everything. (laughs) Me too, because I'm such a good cook. (laughs) We all want to know what I have to say, right? (laughs) (laughs) 
That's why husband has to come home from working all day and do the cooking. Because like you, Suze, I'm afraid of the grill. Wow. It's not I'm, no, I'm not afraid of the it. I'm not afraid of the grill anymore. I used to be. Yeah. I, I'm just afraid I of have... turning the gas on. I'm afraid of getting burned. No, wow. I, I no and longer. It's, it's gotten worse because we have snakes now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the snake likes to live. We have like a ton of snakes now. I don't know where they're coming from, but they like to live under the grill. So I'll hear my husband go, "Oh, hello," wow. because he takes the cover off and he opens the door. And he puts his hand under to turn the gas on, and there's a snake just lying there. Wow. They like, and yeah. it's like, no, 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 no. Mm. Nope, nope. I will starve first. <laughs> well, we, I've, never no. used, I've never used gas grills, but I, I'm not, I don't think I'm afraid of them. Um, they're really easy to use, like using a stove, you know, so, but I... My, we know my success with the stove, right? <laughs> sure. But I grew up in this uh, with a charcoal grill, and I'm telling you, we were such barbecue people that... And t- we grew up in, t- I grew up in Tennessee. It'd be snowing and sleeting outside and we would still be barbecuing. I'm sorry. You yeah. just take an umbrella. That's all you need. You know? That's what I tell my husband. He goes, but it's raining. I'm like, and hold an, um- hold an umbrella. Hold an umbrella. <laughs> I, I think, I think I was scared once because once when I was younger, I went to, um, start the grill for my husband and I ended up, I don't know what I did. I didn't have it open. And when I opened it, it went poof, and it it burned yeah. my eyebrows off. Wow! And it took that couple, close? It could, took, wow! Yeah. Oh, yeah. It burnt. It singed my hair. So mm. I was very scared. But I'm not anymore. But I'll tell you, when you live in Maine, and you want to cook lobsters, there's no better place than to cook them outside on a grill because mm. it can really, you know, stink up a house. Yeah. And yeah. I'll never forget. This is a terrible story. Um, my parents, when my husband and I were dating, they and they had bought lobsters. And when we lived in Maine and uh, we went up there to have them and they hadn't cooked them yet. And Mike said, oh, I know how to cook them. And my mother said, really? She said, because we just cooked them on the grill. He said, yeah, no problem. I went out about 20 minutes later and he was, oh, I couldn't believe this. He had put the water on the grill and he was starting it on a slow boil. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes. And he put the lobster. I said, are you kidding me? I couldn't eat the lobster. I was so upset thinking they suffered to death. I said, oh, my God. What are you doing? You have to wait till it's like a rolling. They'll be, they'll be just clattering all in there. You know? oh, they're, they're, poor they're, thing. They're, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've never, I've never <laughs> let him forget that. He said, really? He said, I've never, I've never cooked lobster before, but I wanted to. He's a murderer. Him. You impressed him, all right? You certainly impressed him. <laughs> so, but, you know. This shows my ignorance because we don't eat lobster you don't put the lobster directly on the grill no, no you put it you, no, you, boil, you boil them you boil you them. Have to boil you them, boil them. them. They, they'll run off the grill they're alive you know yeah we don't eat what's that we don't eat lobster yeah yeah you get but, them you, know, you get but, them live and you and you get the water up really high and then you put them in the water yeah you put them in the, yeah you put it in yeah only probably. like you said you only do it outside because of the odor yeah yeah and, you know, the other thing that's really great, if people are into cast iron, I've been really into cast iron cooking for the mm-hmm. past couple of years. <clears throat> and they're fabulous on a grill. I have special cast iron that I only use on the grill. But a deep dish pizza is fabulous on the grill. I mean, you just mm. make up some pizza dough. Bobby Flay, if you Google um, Bobby Flay pizza re- dough recipe, he has a really great pizza dough recipe. And you just... Um, put some oil on your cast iron um, skillet and you, you know, pat your um, 
dough in there and then you know you add your cheese and your fillings and you just grill it and boy does that come out great it's 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 very very good so there's just you know now that summer's here it's a really great time to use your grill we we use it frequently now but we're not like you we used to use it in, in Maine in the winter but not so much in Texas <laughs> Yeah. All right. Charcoal is good, but the problem with charcoal is it takes such a long time to heat up. Not with that chimney starter that I've just told you about. <laughs> but I do love yeah. the smell of charcoal. I love the smell of charcoal. And yeah. I love the smell of lighter fluid. <laughs> oh, no. The lighter fuel, it makes it, it gives your food off taste. You don't I want know, that. But I, do, yeah. but I do like it. It does smell kind of cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, listeners, um, I hope that has given you enough ideas to find some recipes that you will want to use this weekend for 4th of July and for the rest of the summer. So I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Have a safe 4th of July if you're celebrating and enjoy the barbecue recipes. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us uh, on Facebook or on Twitter. All our information is at 3geekyladies.com with the number 3 spelled out. We found a thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Have a safe holiday. Bye. host of the Let's Talk Photography podcast. Each month I gather together a panel of photographers and we chat about a theme related to the art and craft of photography. It's not about the gear. It's about making better photos regardless of your camera. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie.